But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Chopping it up from the Cabinet Creations Sports Desk. It is Sturch, the return of the Mac, the Chico over there wearing hey, a amazing Razor Ramon t-shirt. Gooch is back in the house. Nick behind the glass. And of course, Madison also in the building uh, somewhere around these parts. Uh, she, she missed the intro. So um, that'll be a, a demerit on her resume and uh when she gets her report card uh at the end of her internship her this will be card. did you hear me squeak you heard me i did son of a bitch you know I, that shit i'm not letting i don't know that what happened not letting that shit slide i don't know what happened scoob <laughs> so anyway hope everybody's doing good out there on a thursday thursday it is friday eve the weekend's almost here lots to get into today uh yesterday's episode this whole week actually there's been a really good response over on the old youtube machine so we appreciate you guys checking it out yes, be yes. short to like the video. <laughs> I just got thrown off for no reason. Uh, like the video, please. And if you're not subscribed, do what uh, Homeboy did yesterday. I forget his name. Do you remember his name? It's fucked up. It was um, Duke. Duke something. Yeah, he was he was one of our newer viewers. He sub, uh, subscribed yesterday. Uh, apparently, his girlfriend loves me. So this is like a really cool cool thing you know so uh if you're not subscribed yet please subscribe and that uh helps us out tremendously if you want to help us out in a monetary way be sure to do so by checking out patreon.com uh forward slash chop sports that's how to do it um uh yeah ten dollars five dollars three dollars those are the ways to support the brand also i'd be remiss and i keep remissing this remissing this i keep missing this um when you're watching on youtube there is a little money sign, okay? You are well allowed to leave us a tip. It's like it's like we're the bartenders here, okay? And we're serving you up your best sports takes of the day. There's tips, super chats, all that stuff. So be sure to do that for Chop Sports as well. It adds up. We want to buy some lunch, you know, shit like that. Uh, Gooch, how you feeling, bro? Welcome back to the show. I feel good. You know, nice Recharged, rejuvenated? Decompressing. If mm -hmm. that's what you want to call it. But yeah, I'm back ready to go on this. Is it Thursday? It is Thursday. On this here Thursday. Another got, cap house uh, cancellation. We have, well, that's, I mean, look, <laughs> no, <it's> honestly, <laughs> when we're ready, we're going to, we're going to be there yes. right now. There's ambitions, but they don't necessarily line up with schedules. So ambition is one thing and reality is another. So we'll be there next week. I yeah. think. Anyway, I do have some, some tidbits for the rundown. Today. It is a big rundown it's today. Gucci's to rundown. Yesterday sports. was Sturch's rundown and it was phenomenal. Uh, it included all of my friends from my childhood hating me. And, um, that sucked. I had a, okay. like, I had a, I had a weather that storm. Uh, you, you just can't talk about people's heroes. And if people look at LeBron James as a hero, then people get offended fast. And, and, and Again, I love I love LeBron. And disclosure. here's the thing, just to clarify, and and not backpedal on all of my comments, but Ooh, just I'm not backpedaling. LeBron impersonation. No, no, no I'm not backpedaling. All I'm saying is, really I really hope that people understand where I was coming from yesterday, and it doesn't come from a place of hate. It comes from a place of I want things done, and I don't like when other people, no matter who it is, LeBron just happened to be the. The next I think, person. I think that you can't get anything done. I think and just the, there's the no reason thing, to go nuts Everybody about talks it. about tolerance. My my, I think everybody needs to have tolerance for what other people say. Who gives a fuck what you say, what LeBron says? Because there could be people that are taking the similar take, and I think it's worth noting that 
you know, you getting upset with LeBron saying something and then someone getting upset with you saying something. I think the common denominator here is just like, don't give a fuck what other people say. I think LeBron should be a little more, he's he's a little tone deaf in, in the regard that he should have known that his statements were going to cause a stir. Um, and that's why he's backpedaling. But in the moment when he when he was talking about it, it was amongst friends. So you understand like almost how locker room talk goes. I give LeBron the pass. I don't really give a shit one way or another. I don't think he should be talking politics, but I simply just want to see him win his sixth championship, or is it fifth? I don't know. Fifth. Last time he was in a championship, he, uh, I don't know. It, It'll be all right. It's he been won. a while. I think he won his last championship. You know, whatever. You know? It's been a while. The Lakers yeah, they, have stunk they, they for the last won. couple of years. But, but anyway, anyway there's baseball a, rundown. There's don't... massive things going on in the world of sports. Gooch, take it away. All right, so Major League Baseball. In Kansas City, there is a bunch of issues happening because they're on their way to Toronto, and 10 men on their 26-man roster are not allowed to make the trip. Uh, most notable of such is Andrew Benintendi. Andrew Benintendi has been connected to any pretty much any team that's in need of an outfielder that's a contender, most notably the New York Yankees. Um, and now it's being reported that by John Heyman that there's potential that the Yankees are out on any Benintendi deals because of his Inability to go to Toronto, we have six games in Toronto and a possibility of Toronto uh, making the postseason. Worth noting also that Toronto did fire their manager yesterday. What was that about? Four games above 500. Right. There could be some things in-house. It might be a player. uh, One of their star players don't like him. Oh, it better not be. Who knows? I think that (laughs) That in in baseball, they do a much better job of keeping things like that on the hush. Yeah. you could say that the Toronto Blue Jays are in turmoil and they might not make the playoffs now because of what they're going through. But I think that actually might be a catalyst. To, you're going to see this team that's super talented, has good pitching, maybe start to turn the corner. Maybe the different message will help. You see that a lot. You saw that with the Raiders. You know, that that new message, the players have rejuvenated midseason. So don't sleep on the Blue Jays. And um, I guess one other team you could eff- effectively rule out of the Andrew Benintendi mix would be the Blue Jays, because he can't play there. Correct. So, um, Ever. <laughs> curious to see how Benintendi goes there. I do want to bring up a Nolan Ryan stat, because I did kind of go <laughs> out on a limb and bash him loosely the other day. But it, it wouldn't be fair if I didn't at least bring up intriguing or mind-blowing stats about him otherwise. So Nolan Ryan is the all-time leader with strikeouts. It would take a starting pitcher right now 19 seasons at – 300 average Ks per season, and they still wouldn't pass Nolan Ryan's strikeout record. So wrap your head around that. He still doesn't deserve a Cy Young, though. All right, so <laughs> Never got one, so it doesn't NBA, matter. We have some NBA news that doesn't involve the NBA Summer League for once, and that is that Adam Silver is in favor of pretty much eliminating the age limit in the NBA. I believe the one-and-done thing is the going minimum to be a thing limit. of the past. Yeah, so the in- minimum. Yeah, you, LeBron... You know, you're 51, LeBron, you, keep playing. you gotta stop. No, they're gonna put a they're gonna cap it. Dude, you're too old. You can't do this shit no more. So that's I think that's a good thing. You see all the NIL stuff happening, it's almost par for the course. These mm. basketball players that are one and done, it's the biggest joke because they're not even going to class because you you don't even lose your eligibility. Who's the most re- any of the guys that drafted this year were one and done? I guess all the Duke players. Every every, every single every guy ever every okay. single guy drafted in okay. the in the lottery that's not European. Um <laughs> There is a new another thing uh, on the court slash off the court because it's off season, so there is no on the court. But there is now a new rule in the NBA that I find to be a little over the top. Um, there's an offensive foul rule. So the team, if you draw an offensive foul, you now go to the free throw line <laughs> to shoot a free throw, and then your team retains possession of the ball. So, I mean, do we can can I can I chime in real quick, or you want to um, just wait? No, we'll, we'll 
you could make notes after. Okay. So we do have big, big, huge, gigantic do. news out of the world of hockey and NHL news. We have a new hockey podcast <laughs> that dropped, super successful podcast. And I say this because there's only 21 fans in the entire country that watch <laughs> hockey, and he has 16 downloads on his podcast on day one. Ladies and gentlemen, Good give job, it up Nick. for not giving a puck. That first episode, our out buddy there, Nick's bro. podcast on his way. I'm proud of you, buddy. Um, so back to real sports. Sorry, uh, Deshaun Watson's suspension. There's a, there's a lot of news, not a lot of news, but there's rumors starting to matriculate down the football field that Deshaun Watson's suspension is only going to be four to six games. Now I might have to go pull some episodes from from a time that Scoop sat in between us and me and Dave almost blew a gasket. I say me and Dave, I mean Dave, um, and we had this discussion about his Deshaun Watson suspension, but. To be fair, um, I think that they're just not finding anything as egregious as they, we had all heard. But what about these reports of all the like the details? Yeah, but like, you know what you're not seeing? Yikes. You're not seeing all these reports of people that are close to the people that are accusing him now coming out and saying, oh, no, 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 like, this is a money grab. There's a, a son of a, one of the mother, uh, one of the masseuses that's saying like, oh, she was talking really good about Deshaun Watson, and all of a sudden the lawsuits came out, and now she's typically that's suing usually him. what happens in these situations. Like somebody so, finds out that somebody can get some money, everybody gets on that train. But I don't, I, I think, ugh. I think that a lot of people are getting ahead of themselves one way or another. We might see one full season drop today. We got it. We got a transaction. What? Yankees breaking news. Welcome back, Tyler Wade. Oh, okay. I love it. I thought you were about to say Brett Gardner when you said welcome <laughs> that back. That was part was of my conversation like, God damn this morning. God damn it. I'm loving it. AJ Bass going with the uh, the Adam Schefter uh, report there. Uh, probably came from Heyman. But anyway, good job, AJ. Sorry um, to cut you yeah, off Yeah, so Watson being suspended for, for four to six games might not be because of any time served or anything like that, which was my original point. It might just be because... You know, everyone got ahead of themselves, and the media makes a mountain of but a molehill. But isn't the, isn't the minimum of a violation of player conduct policy, all that other shit, domestic violence, whatever, six games? There, the, that the, is the, in the, the beauty, statute of limitations. The, the beauty of it, the beauty of it is that when you're the judge, jury, and the executioner, you get to deem whatever the fuck you want possible. I would say that there, there's always been precedent, and there's like a limit. But when you're Roger Goodell, you have the ability to overstep precedent and to be fair i don't know the reports right so none of us do maybe deshaun watson really really is being kind of wrongly i i, I think we could all agree that he's a weird dude right and that sure. he's been doing some fucking weird funkin funkin weird freaking freaking funkin weird shit on the massage table but um that worked like that <laughs> doing some weird shit on the massage table but maybe he wasn't actually like raping people i mean he was never i don't think it was ever rape but i like, think it was just because if that was the case and that's a whole different ball game this was like accusations of just wanting of being service. all right i don't want to make jokes about the, that word so it's like we're gonna i'll, I'll refrain but look deshaun watson I, i'm i'm pulling back and i'm waiting and seeing because if they release a suspension of only four to six games there's going to be some heavy duty damage control and public relations hit a PR image hit for the NFL. I mean, but the NFL has been like dodging bullets every yeah, year. Yeah, I know. It's just a different. Every year. Of course. And like, th this is what they do best. But at the end of the day, there's going to be outrage no matter what. Oh, 100%. Right? Same, 100%. same deal with LeBron, where if he said nothing, there would have been outrage. He says something, there's outrage. Maybe you just do a better job of saying what you say. Um, in the NFL's case, you know, 
they're Use doing their due diligence. Maybe the Browns did their due diligence as well, and they they knew more. But do you? But what I about what the about the stock? What about the stock in that first year of that contract? You know, with it being like worth one million, that's due diligence to me. That's that's the Browns saying, you know what, this is going. Well, south. I think that's. So, I, I don't think that's the Browns saying that. I think that's Deshaun Watson having and the like, agent, right? An agent saying, you know what. You know, like because of the imminent suspension that we don't know what it's going to be, because I'm sure there's there's trepidation on the on his part, not knowing and just being nervous and Mm -hmm. having to get dragged through this entire thing. But the Browns willingness to do that shows that the Browns might not might believe. Well, I mean, they have to believe his side of the story. (laughs) I think that goes without saying they can't turn back now. You know what? We know, bro. Are you sorry? (laughs) Say you're sorry. Like a kid, like a little kid, like you bring him by the hand and he's bring right. him to the to right. the girls that he is sexually, uh, allegedly uh-huh. sexually assaulted mm-hmm. or vice versa, because it's such a weird. Just sit him down, have all the accusers in a row and you have to publicly apologize and then get kicked in the dick by each one. And of pay them. them each 20 million. Yes. <laughs> the, the money is valuable. Oh, man. Anyway. Go on. I mean, son. yeah, I guess they are trying to do the right thing, but we just don't know. Because, it's just tough. You know, it's he didn't right get now. he didn't get charged, but we all know how that's kind of. Neither did Zeke, <laughs> and that guy got six. Games. No, I know it doesn't matter. I don't. I don't think getting charged with a crime con- conducts like put it this way. Getting charged with a crime and committing a crime are two different things. Like, you know, I think even Zeke's situation it was a little egregious, over the top. You know, we saw it. Not not criminal. But this situation might be criminal. What did we see? Like the, the whole oh, when he grabbed thing, the girls, thing, whatever. I don't on. even know what else we're even could've talking about. Could have been his chick. Could have been his That is the same thing, though. But it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. But <laughs> could have been. But could have been after that. Upon further review, <laughs> the you know it was right, right. But yeah, Anywho. fuck Deshaun Watson. He's out. He's out. <laughs> he's all right. Um, Jake Paul and Hasim Rahman. I'm tired of all the. The people in, in MMA world are just in general not knowing how to pronounce this guy's name. His father was a former heavyweight champ. It is Asim Rahman Jr. You're welcome, Scoop, for the Muslim brethren out there. <laughs> um, so they had their presser, and Hasim Rahman Jr. is since now threatening to pull out of the fight and wants to renegotiate his deal. I mean, at this point... Mike Tyson, come back. No, shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. We don't want to see Mike Tyson get his ass beat by oh. Jake Ruin his legacy and his ability to make money. Um, it, it wouldn't, but... But, um, look, I, as I'm watching the press conference, Hasim Rahman is only saying he's going to pull out of the fight because that's what Jake Paul's camp is telling him to do, right? These are master promoters, and they're trying to create a, a little bit of a buzz around this fight where otherwise nobody's really talking about it this week. Right. They did have their press conference, and Hasim Rahman Jr. looks like he's like, you know... Snatch a soul. He might fuck this dude up. He's from Baltimore. Um, he's so been he's around, on the wire. He's been <laughs> in a boxing gym his entire life. His father's sitting next to him, and they had a, a, an interesting back and forth I say they, I mean Jake Paul and, and Rockman Jr., where Jake Paul was saying that, you know, you haven't fought anybody. Like, Rockman's Jr., last opponent was 20 and 0. He fought in a dozen and countless amateur fights. While Jake Paul is favored in this fight, I think he's minus 160. Rockman's like a plus, he's definitely plus money. I, I have almost a hard time not putting some money on But Rockman. that's not, to be honest, minus 160 ain't all that. Juicy, you know, like he's not a heavy favorite. He's favored. He's favored against a boxer, and and I think he's drawing his confidence from the fact that he they they sparred together before. But Rockman Jr. saying, "Bro, that shit was sparring. I was brought in to help you with Nate Robinson, an NBA player, and um, I wasn't allowed to go southpaw. Hasim Rockman Jr. is a southpaw, so that's the first time that uh, Jake Paul is going to deal with a southpaw. 
Very, very interesting to see how this fight's going to play out. If he is if bringing it, ha- if it happens, I mean, I think it's going to happen. I would a hope million so. dollars says it happens. A million? You got a million now? No, but Jake Paul's paying this guy a million dollars. His biggest payday up to this point was probably like less than ten G's. It's truth. You're going to not take a million dollar. So much for being a prize. And you're going to. So it's like if you go to boxer promote boxing promoters and you're like, bro, I want more than a million. Well, you sign the deal. And you say, well, we already you have to show up. You sign the deal. Well, they want to give me a million and one. Then you have a leg to stand on. But Hasim Rahman Jr. doesn't have a promoter somewhere else offering him a million for a fight. So the fight's going to happen. Anyway, that's my rundown. A little. Uh. Drawn out today, but I do appreciate the green and yellow. Um, I did switch it up. Better. Yeah. Well, listen. You know, I, I do things. The small things. We're go, partners don't go here. I, I try to help out. Um, all right. So Water. just notes, Parched. real quick, uh, on the NBA offensive foul thing. My God, is that going to make the game so much longer? Like, think about it. Anytime it's an offensive foul, that moment in time, like you're like, and it's like, if it's like Mike Breen is like offensive foul. Right, and they're like, hey, you know, and they get the ball and the turnover. Now it's like, offensive foul, and then he's gonna go to the line, shoot one, <laughs> then the possession. It's like, what are we, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, well, why this game is gonna go even longer? I'm not saying NBA games are long because they're usually like two and a half hours to maybe, maybe push three, but it's also rewarding good defense with offense. Here's my solve give them a point, just give them a point, take the foul, just you know, boop, boop, and you just nail it, and they're like. Put one on the board, you know, and that's it. Because going, like, stopping the game, taking all the players, go line them up down there on for a free throw. You know, some of these guys take a day and a half to, like, I'm trying to think shoot of the free they throw. Can, they then the posi- It's not a one-shot tech. Try to think of another way they could modify this rule. This rule's going to really drag the game. Maybe they do it. Um, do Offensive fouls don't count as team fouls? They do. Do they? They do. Do they count as personal fouls or not team fouls? I'm I think they count sure as both. Was- I don't know. When somebody hits an offensive foul and the team's over the limit, they're on the line. So it's definitely a team foul. 100%. But if they're over the limit, now it's now it's forever? I was going to say, now maybe, maybe you could do one-and-ones just like you do for, oh, God, for team again, fouls. You're, you're just delaying shit. No, like, but but it's only delaying it like after the third offense. So it's like not every yeah, one. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way that it could speed the game up a little bit. But I mean, that's, at the like same I said, time, this is going to delay the game. It's going to delay the game, but I think all the, the people that complain about the pace of play now and they're complaining that the game is too fast, too many this, too much that, they want the half-court sets. Maybe some of these terrible rules will make the people that want boring basketball back happier because that's what it's doing. I think it's making the game more boring. Interesting. 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 All right. So anyway, uh, that was my only note. So yeah, uh, I was right. Offensive fouls do not count as team fouls. So how could, is that possible? Because I know for a fact when there's an offensive foul, sometimes they go to the line. No, no, no. So, so this is the new implication so, so of that's that. That's what I'm saying. So huh, instead of them so getting weird. one right away, so you, just possession. you count At, offensive team fouls. And so then eventually you get to go before to the line. this new rule. It was just change of possession, no matter how many fouls they had. That's it. No, yeah. There was no... All right. But it does yeah. count as a personal. It does count as a personal. Yes. yes. Okay. My fault, folks. I'm a basketball mogul, um, so obviously I know everything. Um, but anyway, so that was the only note on that. Oh, you, you skipped over uh, one of the, the greatest things we saw last night, because you're here for most of this kind of shit. 
that fight in the stands with the Yankee game. <laughs> like, did you anybody else see the fight? Did you see the fight? Did you yeah. see it, Madison? It's really good. Um, if it. you're into that sort of thing, like I if you're it. like, I I'd like to see somebody get punched right in the face. It was a beautiful fucking scene. Honestly, it was it, one of the best things I've I, seen. I just don't all like week. the only problem I have with it is it was like Yankee on Yankee fan crime. Who fucking cares? But it was like such a Yankee first fans, of all, Dave. Yankee fans fucking suck. I understand. Just to be clear, like I, you go to I'm, Yankee Stadium, most people there are like annoying. I, I, while I get that, and I understand that wholeheartedly. I, I just for for whatever reason fights a fight. Baby. This fight was while it was like recorded by a million people and this that and a third. Nobody packed any power in any of those punches. They kept getting up. I think this is the every beauty. time. I think and I was like, the, one I guy think, punched that right on the button. He was like this. Was look, like, I think <laughs> I think that's the best again. thing. That's the best thing about this fight is that it wasn't a bunch of fighters, but it had a bunch of guys that were down to mix it up, and nobody got hurt. Like it's better to me. What can they possibly but like, be look, fighting look, we over? We could see. We could. That's my point. That's why it's like I'm not trying to see somebody get knocked out unconscious at a baseball game because then we're having a different conversation. We're like that guy should be in jail. Like nobody went for their soul. Everybody was like a little, you know, defending <laughs> what this shit fight. was. And like after each guy was hit a few times, they were like they all had enough. They all walked away. <laughs> they're, all so, they're all so Bro, drunk. And like the John like, Boy breakdown of this video is going <laughs> to be legendary shit. because there was. Fuck the fight. Watch everybody else, right? There was like 18-second mark through the video. There was some kid hammered that just <laughs> appears out of nowhere and walks out of the aisle and up the steps. I'm like, is he a ghost? Was he in the fight? I didn't see him at all. You don't know who the one kid was hitting, but I hope it was the kid. There was that, one kid getting hammer-fisted. I'm talking, but, but was then like the after guy, he was done getting hammer-fisted, he was like, are you done? Was it the <laughs> guy like, that initially turned and snuck the kid? Or no, like I, I hope, don't think so. I think that the guy that turned and, and threw the first punch, it would have been that was a nice decision, but it was also a good decision to not put everything he had into it, or he did and he just doesn't know how to fight. Wow. But I, ha uh, all right, go ahead. I have a hard time thinking like that he couldn't have thrown that with a little more oomph. Hundred percent. Um, AJ Bascon coming in. Have never seen such acts of garbage at a Mets game. <laughs> it's the two drunk guys in the Bronx. Whoa, Ryan's back. Ryan Carthcart, bro. Welcome back to the show, dude. Um, dude, like, I, like again, my my biggest thing is, like, besides the fact that nobody can knock anybody out, it was, like, just a, a jabs duel with, like, haymakers, but nothing was, like, landing good, stuff, good enough. Yeah. It was great. But, again, what are they fighting over? Can you imagine if they're just sitting there at the game and they're, like, my guy's like, man, you know, one day Gallo's going to turn around. And then one guy's like, fuck no, Gallo, it could it's not going to turn around. It could around. just be like people are at a game and there's somebody that's annoying as shit. And eventually someone's like, dude, will you shut the fuck up? Like, we, we're Yankee fans, too. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, and the man, guy's well, like, that's hey, what I'm saying. Maybe it was you, a Gallo. like, fuck off, Gallo. You know, and the guy's so, Gallo's cousin. You know, like, dude, not, my not cousin's everybody, not, not everybody's wanting to deal with that shit all the time. And it's like one thing to make your, make your presence known at a game. We all get it. I'm not going to give anybody a hard time about anything. But... At certain points, it does get egregious. You're like, dude, like enough trying to fucking at least like not kick the shit out of you today. <laughs> but all right, all good, great fight. Bad, it was, was. Fight, it great, was a great, great video, entertaining as fuck. Great fight, it right. was. It was fun to watch. Um, anything else from the rundown? Not really. I was gonna go nuts about Watson again, but it's just like it's at this point, it's so the, that horse has been beaten to death and now it's just bled out so now we're just waiting to find out what the nfl decides to do and again they can't protect the shield the shield's already tarnished from so many different things so it's like they're not gonna they're not gonna come out of this out of like like as the white knights and we're like well you know we made an example of mr watson like they're not 
They're just not. I'm looking just, at Dan Snyder. Looking, at, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. all I need to say. You shut up. At Dan everything. Snyder's the biggest piece of garbage in the NFL. Maybe even more so than Deshaun Did Watson. Not mean this. I didn't mean yet? it, guys. I didn't mean it. Didn't mean what? No, I don't want to hear about Dan Snyder again. I don't want to fucking. Oh go. no, no! I no. know, Dave. That's a that's a trigger. Not a trigger really. Word for Dave. The Redskins have been shit forever, so we like, went. I don't care. That's Commanders, true. football team, whatever the fuck you want to call them. It's just, you know, they, they've he, just uh, been they've just been shit. Is he back in the country yet? I don't know. <laughs> like his subpoena ran out. They got to issue another one. I don't know. The whole thing sucks. It's so stupid. But anyway, before we get into. Actually, I don't, I don't know if you want to do receive, uh, pass catchers first, then do some reads, or you want to do no, get the reads just, out. This is the vey. Read, read them out, baby. All right. Fusco, my guy. All right. Um, you guys worried if you're going to start running out of money in retirement, how you'll pay for long term health care? Will your family be okay? Stop worrying. Start planning. You all right? It's disconnected. All right. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, Michael Fusco can help. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less right now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. <gasps> and then we got the uh, the financing he's doing now uh, via the prestige taxfinancing.com. Financing customers with 540 FICO scores and above. Increase the number of sales and sizes of your sales by doing this. They're starting at $300 and above. So go check out that as well. Before we get into your newest read, which is going to be a fun one, um, I do want to also give a shout out to Dat Chat once again. Uh, those guys are really picking up steam. I keep seeing more and more stuff over on social media about their social media and blockchain and NFTs and all that stuff. So be sure to check out Dat Chat over on <laughs> iTunes. Uh, or not iTunes. I always fuck that up. It's it's uh, the iTunes store or whatever. That's how you buy the app or it's free. So you're not buying anything. And the Google Play, uh, you could do that. And of course, HaterFantasyFootball.com had a great productive meeting with Mr. Dave Vidora yesterday as far as his next steps on the big launch. Um, probably the end of August, they're going to do a whole week of um, free games. Uh, so with like hundred something dollar gift cards available with t-shirts and all this stuff giveaway they really want to hit this out of the park so haterfantasysports.com go check them out and gooch has something from the return of manscaped yeah yeah so we're back in their good graces and vice versa so thank you to manscaped for getting getting in the green appreciate it yeah kind of sort of all right so i got some i got some issues right away because <laughs> hey you by the yeah, way first you first read and i'm not of talking to manscaped read. anymore we are cool now i'm talking to you guys out there do you got bush <laughs> if you have bush that's the first thing i have to talk to you about because no men are are, are referring to their their taint jungle as a bush anymore so we're gonna Wouldn't have to modify the bush we're like gonna have to a, modify this and i have to hit up yeah. their their PR guy or their marketing guy and be like, hey, do you need me to write your your intros to your reads? <laughs> your copy? Because I got you. But if you head on over to manscaped.com right now and you use the promo code SHOPSPORTS, you will still receive 20% off your entire order and it's a free big shipping chunk. worldwide. It is a big chunk. Right off your bush. bush. <laughs> That's going to be going down the drain because the lawnmower 4.0 is, in fact, waterproof and you could use it in the dark. And then you're going to call your plumber. It LED trimmer. And well, not if you keep on shaving on the daily, because in the uh, oh, then it's we're very gonna, we're minimal, gonna get yes. a little um, 
a little graphic here. So <laughs> there is no need for the night vision goggles when you're grooming your taint jungle because, like I said, it has the 400K LED <laughs> trimmer attached to it. And the Performance Package 4.0 is what they're pushing right now. And it has two free gifts. It has the anti-chafing boxers, which I have on right now. I will attest to that. They are anti-chafing indeed. And they have the T-shirt that I used to wear. And then I threw it away, but I got I got another one coming in the mail because we're friends again at yeah, Manscaped. Thank you. Use the promo code ShopSports, 20% off. Oh, man. Um, we are Bailey back. said, do you got Bush, in quotes, sent, almost sent him off the ladder. <laughs> so the reads work. And now Bailey's going to go, um, you know, hopefully he didn't uh, fall off the ladder. But uh, definitely go check out Manscaped.com, 20% off. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100 hundred dollars check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website absolute-eyewear.com tell them chop sports search set you all right espn has been polling execs i don't know who these execs are uh but i gotta have a talk with some of them um about yeah. their lists um so we've so covered Ryan, quarterback are you talking about swamped with swamp ass because if that's the case then the lawnmower 20% off, huh? Is get that bush tamed. Um, get that swamp nice and right. And, you know, and not for nothing, Madison, I got to bring this up, that Janine from Absolute Eyewear yesterday mm-hmm. posted in Chop Sports. Okay, she posted. And she's like, like just MF and Gallo again. And she goes, his D sucks too. And I was like, first of all, how do you know anything about Gallo's D? She you didn't get she it. Defense, yeah, yeah, but no. Yeah. I tried to do a f- funny flipper on that one, and like, and then she's like, "Well, what I meant was the defense." I'm like, "Right, right, 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 right over Johnny's right head. head." Rightfully so, though. I mean, like, I think that that was maybe in a, a misstep on Dave's part. It's like, ah, oh, I wish I had that one. Back. <laughs> it's just right? like unsend, unsend. How do I unsend it? Scoop, could you teach Some Dave people. how to unsend shit? Because you're the king of unsent <laughs> messages. Dude, it's like, I'm dying to know. I want. I wish there was an archive of all the shit that Scoop unsends because I know you're into some weird shit, Scoop. Yeah. You're into some cosplay groups. I'm He's sure. Aquaman. So it's like there's probably weird shit that anybody else. Like, God damn it, wrong Nick, chat. Madison, you know anybody else into cosplay? Like like dressing up as like superheroes and shit for fun. No, I will give a shout out to his wife Casey because she makes these things. So it's like everything that they've worn is like custom made Aquaman shit. <laughs> Yeah. I can't even say it with a straight face. I'm trying and I can't. But anyway, Scoop so uh, is, is Jason hopefully Momoa Scoop is using his Father's Scoop. Day package to make sure his taint jungle is taken care of because Aquaman is smooth. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, I don't know of many hairy fish. <laughs> exactly. Good thing. Uh, good thing for Aqua. Well, then yeah, again, anyway. I don't know any Muslim fish either. I unsend, so. uh, here's Scoop's response. I unsend shit all the time because it's not appropriate. What are you worried about appropriate for? <laughs> meaning, it's the group chat. Like, meaning, oh, for our group for chat, our maybe? Group chat. Like it's, we talk sports in there. And Scoop toast, is talking yeah, we about talk everything in there. I mean, that's, the, that's the, a sacred ground. The whole, Spider-Man's alternate universe <laughs> costume. <laughs> like, shout out. Shout out to Venom. He was amazing. Like, no, okay. On the new phone update, you can unsend messages. 
like the new iOS what? update in September, you'll be able to unsend. Whoa, game changer, my friends. Because yeah. you know how many texts you sent at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning text, that I you text, wish you had back? Now text, you have a chance. I text three people. I'm safe no matter what. I don't need your new fucking update, I promise. Like, I literally... Yeah, you do don't I even, do I even Isn't text? your phone, like, brand new? Do I even anyway? text? No, it's just an update, yeah. Dave. It's like software. the uh, software update. Who the hell? Dave's thinking that, like, you have to get the new iPhone 21 to get the, <laughs> to be able to unsend the text. It's, first of all, we're up to 13. Anyway, uh, and it, ESPN has done some um, executive polling, uh, if that's a thing. We've covered the quarterbacks already. You know my gripe with all that. We've covered the running backs. My gripes with all that. Um, this one we're kind of meshing together because – they did rank tight ends and they did rank receivers. And I looked at the can I, can I I think they there's lists are out. I don't think these are released. I think they were all released at once and we're just picking like I just think we picked the running backs in the first day and then you're like, Oh, they released the, the receivers I'm Well like, you know what no, it is. I think that just came across you, your timeline. No, 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 you know what it for is for the first time. This is uh, factual in, in regards to when they want to highlight it, they'll put it on yes. the homepage yes, and they're yes, like, Oh fair, wow, it's fair. there. Uh, but yes, they've been out for a while. Uh, but in, as far as pass catchers are concerned, I'm talking receivers and tight ends. Because when I looked at the receiver list, I kind of looked it up and down. I was like, well, I don't really have many gripes, if at all. I mean, maybe at the back end I of it. I have a few. I mean, wh- We're at least some conversations, but like, really, it always comes down to criteria. Like, you can't really, these guys, you're not giving them a criteria. It's like, well, because here's the thing they're facing these players and shit like well, that. I think what you mean by criteria is, like, when it comes to running backs and receivers and, like, the skill positions of the NFL, nobody ever says, well, how many Super Bowls did they win? It's always the quarterback in regard to that. Or, so, they're like, or, that's why there's it's no... like, with, with these positions, too, it's also, you tail off, when you start to tail off, like, the, the when you start your decline, when you finally fall off the ledge, it's steep. You yeah. Know? So, so, it's like, I'm hard-pressed putting a guy that is on the decline, and I know I'm not bringing up Zeke right now, but I'm saying for reasons why, like, uh, you know, maybe a Mike Evans, like, I have a hard time putting a Mike Evans over Terry McLaurin right now. Like, the trajectory of where their careers are headed, I know Mike Evans is in a good spot this year, and I know that he has the respect of his peers, but you understand. So, like, that's where I have criteria issues. Like, I'm taking Terry McLaurin over a lot of the other guys, and I would even take, we'll get into the list. I don't want to give away too much. Let's get into the list. Well, I didn't write it down, so. Oh. <laughs> I'll pull it up well, right I now. remember, though. Oh, all right. So, Devante. On one uh, oh, one was Devontae. One is Devontae Adams. Oh. Two is Cooper Cup. Three is Jamar Chase. Justin Jefferson, four. Justin Tyreek Jefferson. Hill, five. That's yeah. where I start my little, why is this happening? Tyreek Hill situation. Uh, he goes to Miami. Lesser quarterback now. Um, so, production might go down. But, overall, I know... When I look at the other ones, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, those guys are receivers, route-running receivers. I mean, yeah. With with Tyreek Hill, I always look at Hill as like a he's running the drag route, he's getting led with a pass by Mahomes, taking it to the house because he's got a or 800 speed in or, real life. Or he's getting hit with a hitch, a one-yard hitch. Like if you watch the play in the— A one-yard hitch is, is any, almost any like, a wide, you mean like a wide receiver screen? Yeah, but— Besides, you, you like know, in front of the if line? It, yeah. If that was the case, then— and I know that I understand your point about Tyreek Hill may not be, you know, a complete receiver, but he's so dynamic when he has the ball in his hands or even before he has it. Like, route running, I think he's yeah, got route you, running down. You, you got to – it's just so weird. Like, to me – do you understand what I'm saying, though? I like, do. somebody from I the do, outside looking in, a, like, saying, I think ah, he's a victim know, like, of 
the fact that he is so fast, you're like, wow, he just blows people away. But yeah, he does. How come everyone else isn't? You know, like he's like I, for me, I, ha- I find it hard pressed for me to be like, oh, what a great poster out by Tyreek Hill. It's always like drag, slant, hitch, screen, at bubble screen, day, all that are, shit. But yeah, we he here? still has a hundred plus yards a game. And and at the end of the day, he still has fourteen hundred yards in like four, t- correct. 10 to 12 Stats don't lie. A year Stats don't for lie. Four or five I, years, and in that's a row, why so. he's fifth on this fucking list, right? So that's I, why. I can't disagree with it. Tyreek Hill's been like a, a fringe first, second round pick in fantasy for the better part of half a decade. Right. Right. Who uh, who's after Tyreek Hill? This is six now. Yep. So six is uh, Stephon Diggs. Fine. Seven's DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. Eight is Mike Evans. Nine is Debo Samuel. Ooh. And ten is DK Metcalf. Oh, so no love to specific guys like uh, your boy McLaurin. They Amari don't rank Cooper. him in the top ten. Amari Cooper. Uh, DJ Moore. Guys like that. DJ Moore didn't even make Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, so, Mike Williams, the, both those guys. These are the honorable mentions. Were, were They're on the Keenan bottom. Allen. So honorable mentions is. It's Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, uh, Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas, C.D. Lamb, Mike Williams, and also receiving votes were Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, Odo Beckham, and T. Higgins. So, like, I, all right, first of all, T. Higgins is way underrated on that list. We'll talk about yeah, T. Higgins right? today because way we, got, we got the Bengals list. because that's, um, to me, I'm like, what the no, fuck is No, I don't here? hear DJ Moore's name at all. I don't hear at Amari all. Cooper's that's, name at all. Which is nuts, right? bro. I think you could effectively Amari put, Cooper, to me, was in this. you got to put him a, over C.D. Lamb. As a cow. You have to. Yeah. You yeah. have to. That's why right. he was wide receiver one last year. That's 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 not changed, and now but, he just changes the the scenarios. Day, like we said, these are guys that one of the are best route runners being in the football. judged by their peers and their and not only these their are peers, execs, this execs this time around. It's all of them. It's a pool. It's a poll of players, execs, coaches, and scouts. All but there's only fifty. So like, how many players do you think they used, and who? You know, you wonder. You wonder which know. players they use because I know in the NFL when the I NFL would, list comes out, I would probably say around twelve. That, yeah, when that top 100 players list in the NFL, that's all players specific. Players vote on their peers. This one is like GMs, head coaches, and then like which players do you choose to poll these guys? Like a quarterback who's played with everybody or retired players? Probably retired players, not in the league anymore. Can't poll those guys now, you know? But in any event, weird list, but then there's the tight ends, right? And obviously the 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 top of that list is your George Kittles, is your... Uh, Travis Kelsey's is your Darren Waller is has moved up a lot of ranks because that just guy is freakishly gifted. But the weird part, not the weird part, but the, the part I can debate is I believe comes in at number five, and that's Kyle Pitts. I, I'm like, what what have you I mean, rookie stats aside, which again, he he did blow it up for a rookie tight end, but I'm just like, you, you really you really think Pitts is better than some of the guys that are behind him when I'm talking about like Guys like TJ Hawkinson, and um, there was a couple guys that I just uh, remember yeah, I on think, this list. I think you, want me to, you want me to go down the, the whole list? Go or? for it. All right, so number one, Kittle. Number two, uh, Travis Kelsey. Three is Darren Waller. Yeah. Four is Mark Andrews. Fine. Five, Kyle Pitts. That's where I'm like, Six, eh, what the fuck? Dallas Goddard. Seven is TJ Hawkinson. I like TJ. Goddard's gonna Goddard's gonna be the guy. You know, like he no, no longer has to deal with Zach Ertz anymore. Has a chance to be number one or two after I this think, season. I mean, potential. Yeah, you're right. I think you maybe put Hawkinson uh, above Kyle Pitts, but I do. Too. That's just because I, I think Hawkinson has done a lot in a terrible I think situation. He's got hurt in Detroit. a lot. He has been banged up. I think you could put Dawson Knox. I like better than Hawkinson. 
Right. My boy Freemuth. Um, we talked about him yesterday. He's going to um, be a stud this year. So then we have after Hawkinson at seven. Eight is Dalton Schultz. Nine, Dawson Knox. Ten, Hunter Henry. Uh, honorable mentions are Mike Gusecki, Pat Freermuth. Uh, I don't know if I said that name right, but you did. You got Zach it. Ertz, it. David Njoku, and also receiving um, votes were Fuck out of here. Jonu Smith, Tyler Higby, CJ uh, Uzma. Uzuma. Uzuma. Okay, thank you. Uh, Noah Fant and Austin Hooper. Naga, Naga, not going to work here yeah, anymore. Whatever. Like the back, as Anyone you get towards the, back, the space? End, no? back end of the tight ends, I feel like you could lump them all together. I think there's potential for some of those guys to w- way outplay their rank. And I say rank, it's not really ranking, but um, um, I, I'm firmly okay with Kyle Pitts at four. I'm interested or five. to see the, 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 the fall from grace because of the fact that he doesn't have Matt Ryan anymore. And it's a Marcus Mariota now. So, like, that. I don't know. Mariota I just throw it. What? Mariota can throw it. Yeah, who was the, who who was the Ryan, Titans though. tight end when Mariota was the quarterback over there? I'm pretty sure it, it was, was a Smith. guy. No, it wasn't John o. Smith. It was, somebody, it was earlier it was than that. somebody before that, and he was good. Frank Wycheck? <laughs> uh, Steve McNair it. days. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, Higby, underrated, according to Scoob. I believe that, too. Yeah. I, I mean, like Higby. And he's in a really good situation over there. You know what I mean? Like, he's really, really good I think situation. that Higby's... We'll talk about two Higby's, of the tight ends today Higby's while hurting, covering the Bengals. His situation in terms of fantasy is hurt by the fact that there's too many pa- pass catchers in, in L.A. right now. Correct. Not enough for to go around for him to eat. Delaney Walker, yes. There you good go, job, Bailey. Good shit. Thank you. All right. Well, who's All a right, journeyman, so, by the way, who's stuck around forever? Yes. But I, I Rob, think you're that, right, um, too. Yep. I think... I think Kyle Pitts has a chance to vault into the top three. I think, if anything, Darren Waller might be dropped down that list a little bit because of the additions of the 78 there. targets a game and other that people, you know, You're going to get Renfro and Devontae Adams are going to be involved a lot. But at the end of the day, you know, I think that the main focus of other opposing defenses has been Waller. So you've seen a regression based on that. But now it might free things up. Waller's an extreme talent, but we shall the see. production hasn't matched up the last two seasons, I don't think. Waller? Yeah. Like I don't know he's how had you flashes could, of I don't know really how you good games put, and then like he's disappeared in some as well. Waller over Mark Andrews coming off the season Mark Andrews had last year. Andrews like, going to be the a guy beast this do? year. I, like I don't know him how too. you could put really anybody besides Kelsey above him. Like, Kittle, but in terms of like what they did last year, Kittle missed some time and hmm. Mark Andrews had 107 receptions. That's a that's a big number. Did he really have 107 yeah. catches? Yeah, bro, his numbers were. We're gaudy wow, last season. Damn, bro. Well, that just also goes to show you, again, yeah, better I've said it a million times, with Lamar out and a younger quarterback in, you're looking underneath a lot. So he's going to get a lot of volume. Uh, Andrew's going to be a stud this year. Lamar's back. So that Ravens team, which we've talked about already earlier this week, if you want to go back and preview either the Ravens, the Browns, or the Steelers, we could do that by going uh, to our YouTube channel. We have full episodes available uh, right now, including a clipped-up version by Madison yesterday for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So thank you for doing that. So now we move on to the Cincinnati Bungles heading into a, I don't know, do you do you look at the Cincinnati Bengals like a AFC Championship loser hangover type deal? I don't, well, they I don't won the AFC Championship. Super Bowl hangover type deal? <laughs> Here See what happens when I stop drinking coffee? It's because I want to live. you got to regulate. It'll all come back down to earth in about a day or two. So you think I can go back to coffee? No, no, no. I'm oh. saying, like, now you're dealing with the oh. effects of not having it, so you are you got to get used to it. Got it. Well, coffee, we said, no Madison's more out of here. She's like, I got a headache. I need caffeine. I got to go to Starbucks. I'm like, all Drugs. right. Is that a thing? Drugs. Drugs. Caffeine helps that headaches. Shit. That's scientifically proven, well, right? Caffeine yes. causes headaches in that regard. 
Because the only reason why you have a headache is because you're withdrawing from lack of caffeine in your system. But I don't drink it every day. Dr. Chris over here just told you how it Sorry, is. Sorry, so. forgot you have a med degree. <laughs> right, Dave, also, I have advice for you. We'll talk after the show. Uh, I'm kidding. About Madison's employment? No, no. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, no, so. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. we're all good. I had so, three cups this morning. The so. Cincinnati I'm Bengals uh, 2022 season. Um, I tell you what, the one thing I could say, first of all, this morning, the Bengals social media crew came out and said, coming soon, the white Bengal. They're going to have an all-white icy uniform, and it's going to look clean, fucking flawless. I love that kind of shit. Did um, they actually call it the white Bengal? Yeah. Isn't it called something else? It's a white Bengal. Yeah, I know, but like the real term. Holy shit. So, like, you're going to make me Google. Okay. I mean, uh, I'm not making you do Is anything. there you a... Decided. Isn't it albino? Calm no, down over there, Madison. I mean, you're already on shit. I think that there's like a... There's nah, here we go. For a white Bengal tiger to be born, both parents must carry the unusual gene uh, with white coloring. So it is called the white Bengal tiger. Like scientifically. It's on the goddamn Google. All right, so then I'm going <laughs> to refrain from saying it might be considered or deemed racist if that is the case. Because Jesus you know Christ, I mean? you're really going to go there right now? Um, well, the white Bengal, come on. White. No, I'm kidding. Anyway. Milky, white, get a scoop. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> the. <laughs> Oh As God. I'm looking across the page, there's the Does Panthers. Say white Bengal? No, it says the Panthers. I'm like, are they going to call themselves? Are they going to come out with a new, a new uh, uniform and they're going to be all Those black? guys I wonder can't how that do that. And then I'll look into it. I'll be like, no, no, no. If you Google <laughs> Panthers, and you, like, they're, that's what they're actually called in the wild, Black Panthers. And then the White Bengals. Oh, my God. Let they me play each other week white one. White devil, white devil. No. What? All right. I'm just anyway, joking. I'm moving trying to make on. light of the, the awful I'm very excited to see the White Tiger Bengal uniforms. They're going to be great. Icy. It's going to look nice. And for ready for this? So, obviously, we saw what they did last year. Joe Burrow lit the world up. Um, he's, he's a great quarterback. He's now a top 10 guy right away uh, based off accolades alone, which is fantastic, right? Then you look at the guys that they're, they they kept around, right? So in another year of Jamar Chase, another year of T. Higgins. And T. Higgins, I feel, is not talked about enough. The kid is really good. You know what I'm saying? So pair him up. What, did you confirm Google? No, 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 no. I just I, – I confirmed why I thought that because I used to hear them be referred to as Siberian tigers, but that's false. Did somebody I, put, oh, I read that on Google. Both of them said Siberian. There's two of them that said Siberian. Oh, all right. See that? Yeah, In the comments, comments. So is I'm Danny not, DeJesus. Not. First of all, his comments don't count, Eagles fan. No, sorry. You're null and void, but thank you for watching. Like the video. Um, What's up, Danny? Well, Danny. Um, yes, uh, Siberian tigers. I'm not wrong ever, right? What but was I am the, wrong what was the, what was the Power white. Ranger? Siberian tiger. I've never seen the Power Rangers. No, Sabretooth. Sabretooth Tiger, right? It was, yeah. Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Are you going through puberty? No. I did that on purpose because it was oh, a girl right, right. who played the Sabretooth Tiger. <laughs> anyway, let's talk more Bengals. Um, yeah, so they kept everybody together. Very excited about that for them. Um, again, losses. Ready for this? They had... You know, there's a, some guys they didn't bring back and have not signed anywhere else. So clearly, they're not valuable. Bro, they re-signed 17 of their own going into this year, right? Including, um, I don't know who is including, but I will say they also added Lyle Collins. I talked about him briefly yesterday uh, from the Cowboys after that debacle. I don't really understand that. There was a swap at tight end. You said C.J. Azuma. He's now a Jet, right? Yeah. But they signed Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst 
is one of those guys. He wasn't put on that list at all, right? No. Hayden Hurst is a very good tight end, and he's going to find out. You're all going to find out just how good he is with Joe Burrow because Hayden Hurst came from a really decent system, a decent quarterback, and Matt Ryan is just a, you know, that offense just wasn't clicking and they weren't a good football team. Hayden Hurst is going to explode this year. Okay, I really like him. Um, he does a fantastic job with mental health awareness too. So he's, he's definitely... For me, he's one of my uh, one of my guys. Um, the losses is one CJ Azuma, but I, again, I think they got a better tight end now. Um, Ogan Joby, the defensive lineman, that's a big loss. But they took all of their draft capital, including Daxton Hill, their safety first round pick, six defensive players. So they're bolstering this defense right now. Um, <clears throat> some would say, I, I, when you look at last year's Super Bowl. I can't say the defense was the reason they lost. It was just like Burrow was on the run again, like and just getting his ass kicked by Aaron Donald. There was like constantly. One, there was that one play where Jamar Chase cooked cooked Jalen Ramsey on the last play of the game, where he was wide open and Burrow got sacked. You don't see that enough, but that was a real fucking thing. He, oh, he definitely was wide cooked oh, the shit out of him. Down he was the wide field open. Scene. It was like a almost like a Larry Fitzgerald moment. Without there would have been no time for the Santonio Holmes counter moment. So right. it was one of those like it was it was a crazy situation. The Bengals were literally this close, and it was the offensive line that they didn't draft. They Instead, drafted they dra- somebody in the second round who wound up being yeah, okay. But no, no, no. Everybody points to the fact that like oh they don't they're not protecting Joe Burrow. They should have drafted offensive line. But like bro, Jamar Chase was that pick. I think they made the right pick. They did. Absolutely. Uh, he's a stud. Yeah. He's and now, right like now. I said. Because they would have blocked. They would have been. Like, he would have had all the time in the world. And Jalen Ramsey would have locked down whatever receiver wasn't Jamar Chase in right. that situation. I, don't, I mean. Nor would I, they have been in the Super Bowl. I was going to say. I don't <laughs> right? think. I don't think they the Super Bowl if they don't draft Jamar Chase. Right. I agree. And, again, adding a Lyle Collins. It, he, you know, he was one of the bullies on the on the offensive line for the Cowboys, right? I mean, there was times he was a little suspect, but overall, he's he's a big body over there, right tackle and yeah. young. So I've been looking at the Bengals and and I cling to the fact that they're in the Super Bowl last year and they lost, and there's a Super Bowl hangover. And I initially came out and said like I'm just not high on them this year. I think that they're going to have a tough go of it based on their scheduling. And the more I look at it and I look around their division. Outside of the fact that they have the hardest schedule within their division, oh. they're clear cut the best roster in the AFC North right now. They and, are, and that's why and they're I, right. Well, actually, remember yesterday? I firmly believe no, two days ago they have by far the best head coach. We in read the AFC that North. they were not the favorites to win the division. I believe it was the Ravens who the Ravens were actually were, the yeah. betting favorite no, to win the division. Uh, to me, you know, I, I find to it me hard to believe nuts, it's the same same deal. Whereas the Bengals are. Not favored to win the division, but their projected win total is higher than the Ravens is. Sam Grasso coming in, mixing a bit underrated. Your thoughts? I agree. I personally, I, I understand the stats, and we talked about it the other day. As far as I think he popped up on like as like the number six rusher on the execs thing from ESPN, but I look at mixing like I just he's like a to, for me, and this is just personal opinion. He's like a, a stub toe away from missing three weeks. You know what I mean? Like. He stayed relatively healthy last year, but the year before that was rough. Um, so he doesn't have the overall track record of staying healthy. But if he is healthy, 
He's a very dynamic player on the field. I think, and he doesn't of, get the respect. I think a he lot deserves. of people have developed a deep hatred for Joe Mixon due to drafting him in a fantasy league. One of the seasons sure. he's gotten hurt, and now Easily, you just yes. you attach injury to him. But he played sixteen games two, three years ago. He missed time let two seasons ago, and then last season he played sixteen out of seventeen games. To me, in the league that we're talking about, it's like Devontae Adams missed three games, but, seven games over fair, that stretch. Let's be fair. There was a lot of like questionable marks going into some of these games for Mixon. So he was banged up, and he just wound, I mean, wound up yeah, playing. Shout out to the NFL for everyone getting hurt in it. I agree. But Mixon plays fucking good. If you look at his averages, he's averaging over four yards a carry behind what I thought was a shoddy offensive line for the most of his career. Mm-hmm. You know, like Cincinnati just finally started getting it going. They now have a really good quarterback. They have some guys on the outside. Mixon, clear position to vault into the top five in rushing, you could call it he gets involved in the receiving game. Catches the ball to the backfield well, I yeah. do think Mixon is a bit underrated only because I think there's a negative connotation surrounding how often he gets hurt. But if you look around the league, it's like on par with the league standard. Devontae Adams missed two, one less game than Mixon did over the last three years. How come Devontae Adams isn't being talked about as an injury risk? You get what I'm uh, saying? Because, well— in regard to that, I would say because the running backs get more volume, so therefore, it's their heavier risk. Their heavier risk to Understood. get hurt. Their career path. Their exactly. I get it. Right. But speaking over the last three years specifically, you know, Devontae Adams has been injured one less game than Joe Mixon or two less games. Bobby like Earps is saying he's good for forty catches a year, which is that's good. Yeah. That's good in the backfield. Um, all right, so let's break down the schedule here, okay? Um, they are officially being listed as a 10-win team, okay? Last year, they went 10-7. and seven. They won the division by a half a game because the Steelers kissed their sister and they tied. So projection wins this year is 10 wins again. So what, what Vegas is saying is that they didn't get any worse, but they also didn't get that much better. Yeah, so the projected win total is 10, but it has the third best odds in the league in terms of going over. So a lot of times when you see the win totals, of the it's like 10, but it's minus 120, plus 130 to go under, right? They're plus 110 to go over. V- very good. Like they're gonna, Really? Yeah. They're, oh, so they like got plus money odds. to go over. I like them going over this year now that I'm looking well, at everything. Uh, well, let's, let's talk about it because right now they are also have the third toughest schedule in the NFL. And obviously, when you deal with that division that they're dealing with, I, yesterday when I was talking to Rob about the Steelers, the Steelers, to me, weren't a team built to sweep any teams within a division. Do you find, like, the Bengals can sweep a team within a division? Because that, right away, that helps, the obviously, the over-under, but also their bid to win the NFC I mean, uh, They AFC played North. well within the division last year. They beat up on Baltimore. Like, the one game where yeah, it was, like, a big the moments. Time. They had some big moments. They beat up on some good teams last year. That's what I'm— that's They also got crushed by the Jets. Yeah, that's to me, that's where the anomalies come from. And it's like you see that, but the NFL is full of guys that played football their whole life. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? And they wear cleats and everything. <laughs> you're just, you're like B Rabbit right now. Like, I'm just going to yeah. use everything that yeah. you got against me. <laughs> Fucking, and yeah, it is. It is, it is. Anyway, so, so we start with the Steelers, home their head game. coach, I believe in their head coach. And I think that that's going to be the difference in a lot of these I games, like their head coach games. too. You know, he fought his way back because I think he was on the hot seat potentially going into last season, and then he all he did was 
go three and one in the postseason, and you know the rest is history. Just piggybacking off the Mixon conversation, maybe somebody joining us late. One Nation Underground is saying that Mixon finished fourth last year in rushing, thirteen hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns. So yeah, like we're not. I'm not. There's no bashing contest on Mixon. We think he's underrated. So like we think that you know he's he's primed for another good year. Yeah, you no, add a better no, offensive line, which they have. Joe Mixon, this Joe year. Mixon could have a phenomenal year. So schedule wise, starting at home. With the Steelers, I said yesterday in the Steelers preview, if anybody wanted to take the Steelers serious this year, they would have to go on the road and beat Cincinnati, but I don't see it happening. Not at least week one. I just don't. Obviously, the the, the picks will be in, obviously, the week before or the Sunday before so, or the Friday before. So this but. is the problem that I have, and I'm, I'm only saying this. It's like I think that if they, no matter what happens in that game, like if Pittsburgh goes into Cincinnati and, and they don't beat Cincinnati to be like, they don't need to be recognized right away i think pittsburgh is going to take some time with their system and i think trubisky sucks so i think that eventually you're going to see somebody wow, else there such a different pulse of what we were talking about yesterday rob rob thinks trubisky's good you think trubisky's good you think he's just sucks. okay guys i mean he took a matt nagy led chicago bears team to the playoffs he didn't take anyone he got taken to the playoffs <laughs> by a by a by a defense that was by led Matt Forte. by Khalil Mack and what is the is it Quinn or Akeem Akers like they had a they had some studs and they had a good secondary that wasn't bro he Alex Smith this way to the playoffs so whatever whatever he could do that again with a situation not, like that I'm not great a big defense with Pittsburgh Trubisky, but it could be a resurgence like a Tannehill situation by all, all right. means so anyway I'm not, I'm not week two that. is an absolute one thousand percent loss for the cincinnati Bengals as they get they travel to dallas <laughs> so that'll be fun uh burrow now this is definitely the game that chase does the gritty all over the star or some shit i don't know what it's going to be but whatever uh they're going to new york again in which again the jets beat them up last year maybe the cincinnati Bengals got that chip going on saying i don't know about this year bro watch us this year we'll see but and they the didn't beat him up that was a great game it was a great it was the yeah. mike white game I thought they crushed them. No, didn't they have like yeah, a? Sure. I forgot. I forgot that he I thought Mike White had some like heroics the... late, and it was, it was like a like survivor it. thing. That oh was yeah, like thirty-four, very... thirty-one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, anyway, the Jets put up thirty-four on anybody was a surprise and an anomaly last year. But anyway, so they got the Steelers, Cowboys, Jets first three, then the Dolphins at Ravens at New Orleans. So yes, in those first six games, it's it's an even split. Actually, no, it's four on the road. So the Bengals are going to have to be some road warriors to get off to the hot start, and that's including one, two division games within the start of their schedule. So they get out of there three and three. I say that's that's a victory for me. I feel like they they did well on the road in the postseason last year. I think they don't have many issues playing because on the road. of my man with ice in his veins, Money McPherson. But we're talking about really like everybody has this conception that the the idea that the Bengals are a pass first team because of their receiving talent, they're really not. You know, they were I think they were twentieth. In, in the league in terms of attempts, passing attempts last year. Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow was probably the most efficient quarterback in the league based on how little they threw and, and how his counting stats actually added up. I'm not sure where he falls in the efficiency range, but it's like really efficient. You know? <laughs> really, really efficient. I like that. For a guy that's played football his whole life, it's even more efficient. <laughs> I don't but, know where he falls in the efficiency ranks, but I, he's pretty goddamn no, efficient. No, because like, I know that they do these weird yeah, advanced I know. The, stats. I'm and sure PFF right. is all over that exactly, shit. Exactly. Right. Um, uh, One Nation Underground definitely is behind because he, he's commenting saying about the black stripes and the white jerseys. We talked all about the white Bengals. Uh, no, <laughs> maybe. I don't think he's behind. I think he's just, he's probably a Bengals fan. The one nation, I mean, who obviously nation. he said Burrow's going to smoke the Jets this who year. Who that nation? Yes. Right? I yes. think that's where I'm getting the parallels here. So ah, welcome. Welcome. 
And like the video. And subscribe. That and thumbnail, tell your friends. That thumbnail brought you, I would imagine. Yes, right? the thumbnail definitely brought you. It's all your it's all your do uh, your do-goodingness. Come for the thumbnail, stay for the the, the content. After that six that was... week stretch, they got the Falcons, which again, I think the Falcons are gonna be not bottom, bottom feeders, but I think they're gonna have a tough go at it. Their secondary is good, but again, offense, we'll see. Uh then they go at Cleveland. Carolina, they get their bye in week 10. So nine games before the bye. If you gave me one, two, what did I mark down? Three, four, five. If you gave me a five and four record after nine, I think that's a very, very good thing for the backstretch. And I got them losing, obviously, against Dallas because I'm just being, uh, you know, a joker. But, like, in realistic terms, going on the road to Baltimore and on the road to New Orleans is not going to be easy for these guys. It's just not. Anybody goes to New Orleans. doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, New Orleans no, is just a different beast. Of course, beast but this team, home. I just think, uh, you know, last year, not we're not to talk about last year, but, you know, the Bengals present a lot of problems. I, I, lot I of agree. Teams. I agree. Just but it's just simply put, I don't know. It's I think it's a little bit more tough sledding than everybody thinks. So after the bye, they go two games on the road after the bye. Unlike the Steelers last night when we were talking about the, the Steelers. They're going to kill the Jets, by the way. You think so? Yeah, they're going to kill them. Oh, all right. The spread's going to be like, 12 it's not it's not like it's not they might be road favorites but 12 maybe not 12 but it's I mean, it's not even gonna be double digits what, what was it might be no i don't know what's gonna happen weeks one and two with you the want jets, you want me to take a stab at the week two uh the jets week three spread right now in new york that spread will be and regarding of what they do in the first two be weeks over a touchdown i think it's gonna be five <sighs> bengals favored by five at new york that's where I think. But I'm not a handicapper. Well, I just play one on if TV. If it's only five, then I'll take the Jets because everyone in the world is going to take the Bengals in that one. One Nation Underground saying that the Jets are going to win the East. So we'll talk about the Jets. Uh, what are we, North, South, East, in like two weeks. Um, anyway, so at Pittsburgh, at Tennessee, no easy feat there. Maybe they do get that Tennessee game. I can see that. Then they got to go home, and this is their crossover game, I believe, and that's Kansas City, um, and that sucks for them. Um, Kansas City returning or going to Cincinnati, that's the only advantage I, 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 pose for, I pose for the Cincinnati Bengals in that game. But again, it's Mahomes, it's company. We'll see what happens. We'll see how good the, the Kansas City Chiefs could be this year. That AFC West is going to be so much fun Remember to talk that, about. That was the, the, the Chiefs game for the Bengals last year. That was their coming out party. That was the time that I, in the season that I took them dead-ass serious when they went into Kansas City and they, they took care of business in a big win. I mean, show me where where... Like with, with the loss of Tyreek Hill, I feel like the the offense for Cincinnati stacks up much. Like and the yeah, defense. If there's a me, shootout, then I, I like the odds. And the of defense Cincinnati. to me, like I need to see uh, the the Chiefs' defense until I see that the defense play well without uh, Honey Badger and without Melvin Ingram. I need to see it because they were terrible without Ingram last year. We'll talk about Kansas be, City in Cincinnati a couple might weeks. Score definitely. Eighty points in that one. Uh, then they got all right <laughs> Cleveland, and then the bat ready for this four game stretch. And one of them I don't find to be a hard one, but three out of the last four games for the Bengals are tough. They got to go on the road against Tampa Bay, then on the road against New England, and I don't think New England's going to be any good, so that'll be their win. But those last two games for the Bengals, if they need to have them, if that AFC North is tight at the end of the year, bro, Buffalo comes to town, and then the Ravens come to town. Both home games for Cincinnati, so that po- that that's a definitely a good thing. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, man, that last stretch. two stretch, even, bro, three out the, of four the games. Patriots getting the like going into New England in 
December? Yeah, late they December. They play in Cincinnati, so it's not. Bro, like... I don't give up. Going into New England, right? Yeah. They got to go to New England. But they play in Cincinnati. It's yeah. cold there, too. No, it's, I'm not talking about, like, fuck that. I don't care where you live. Because, like, if you live in Cincinnati, you're not like, it's cold out here. Let me practice being freezing cold. <laughs> like, you go in your house, especially if you're rich. Um, that doesn't have any bearing. I'm talking about the environment, like, the weather that. That might be one of those games where it's like all the offensive firepower in the world doesn't matter. Mac Jones throws the ball twice. Yeah, yeah. You know, (laughs) so you're going to have to, you know, pull up your bootstraps a little bit in that Mm. one because I would imagine there's going to be terrible weather. So even the one game that's easy in the backstretch, easy at Bill Belichick in December Um, at home. All right. So taking all this consideration, the over under is 10. Finished 10 and 7 last year. This year, third toughest schedule in the NFL. We said that before. I'm finding it easier to, to bet the under. They're going to push. You got 10 wins out of this? You got yeah. 10 wins because, out of this? Because you're looking at every game that's tough as like a potential loss. Like there's going to be Not some, a pot- they're no, gonna because I think they can go games. on the road and 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 win games like they're going to win some and tough Pittsburgh games. and I think they can win those they games. They could beat the Chiefs. They could beat fucking at Buccaneers. Like we don't know what the Bucks are going to be by that time. We don't know a lot of these things are going to shape up. Uh Last year at this point, when we were having a conversation about Cincinnati, we all had them finishing fourth in their division. So they're sitting here. So obviously we're just speculating. But but, but if I if I have them at nine and you say a push, more than likely that means another NFC North title is coming to Cincinnati. Yeah. No. I mean, not. well, you like the Ravens I, I like a lot. the Ravens a lot, too. So that's going to be a battle. Those are the two best teams. That last game of the year, bro. It's going to be Bengals and everything. That could be for everything. I think the difference Maybe even for a, me the bye. Who knows? It's like I'm rooting – I don't want to. I, I like the Bengals more, so I don't want to root to be right because I initially said the Ravens. I'm having a hard time believing in my own initial pick. Like I feel like Cincinnati's just such a clear better. He's not team. believing his own bullshit, folks. Imagine that. <laughs> but I, I that's it's it's a tough last four games for these teams. Like, you know I what? Think if if you Joe really, Burrow needs a first down and it's third and six, he's going to get it. If Lamar ready? needs it, he's not. Now, now, what you said earlier today about uh, Deshaun Watson and the suspension might not be long, so. Look at the six last six games for this team. It's Kansas City, it's Cleveland, it's Tampa, it's Buffalo. I don't it's buy the Browns no matter what. I, really? I don't. Yeah. I just need their defense is always supposed to be really good. They're always not. And Kyle, I know, said that when they were healthy, they were a top 10 unit. All right. You know. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, been. we know. <laughs> See, he'll get that. That's <laughs> a dodgeball reference. No, it's not. Uh, that's a... Uh, it's hard for me Basketball? to predict. It's hard for me to predict no. them getting any less than ten. Like, do you really see them being in a nine and nine and eight? I don't. I, I just think it's. I don't. I think it's a tougher, tougher stretch for this they're team. They're good. Man. They're a really good team. They're very I good, like, and they're loaded. Trust really me. Really good head coach. But remember, that's guys, a difference maker. This water boy. Wow, fuck! I'm so mad at myself for that one. That's that's on me. I'm sorry. I met my mistake. I apologize. I think everyone will forgive you. Uh, no, man. I see you're apologizing to yourself, really. Like you're like, God damn it, I can't. You're mad at yourself. Well, because when it comes to movies and quotes, if I if I hear somebody quote something wrong, it it burns, bro. I don't know why. It could be one word off, and I'm like, dude, come on. Like you, you got it wrong. Well, you, you know, quoted, you you didn't get the quote wrong. No, you I didn't. didn't. I know. I know exactly what the quote is. Um, <laughs> it's just it's so funny. Anyway, we know. I think that's uh, Musburger is the uh, play-by-play. Also, guy. they have the most exciting kicker in the league. Money McPherson. Yeah. That's my guy. Um, 
He did miss you got several him. field goals in overtime to give the Packers the win, though. Hmm. Fun times. Fun times that was. That was had to be a – that one had to pull on the heartstrings a little oh, bit. <laughs> in peril. Still anyway, um, yeah, One Nation Underground is coming back and saying the Bengals' new offensive line. And, yes, they finally, you know, adding Collins, great. You know, I think that was a big, big thing. Vicky Valencourt. Um, that's a big, big thing for the Bengals this year is protecting Burrow, opening up more holes for Mixon, getting the underneath stuff to Hayden Hurst, and then over the top you got these burners that are just going to fucking roast people. The Bengals are loaded, okay? I just think that the AFC as a whole is really loaded. You know, so like that that getting a 10th win might be all fun when you do wolf. get it. We can't wait to find out where the Wolf tickets are being sold in the AFC because there is not that many good teams. Like I think that there's the entire uh, AFC West is I know, good. But, but they're not. They're not going to be. Like something's going to give there. They're not all going to be good. I just don't see it. Like there's not going to be the all these teams got to play each other, right? So Across the AFC, I think Buffalo, Cincinnati, you could consider Cincinnati, but like the Ravens, they won, they were two losses away from being, so they could vault into it, I agree, but I'm not buying in on the Raiders yet. I'm not completely buying in on the Broncos yet. I'm not even completely buying in on Kansas City yet, although I do think their offense will carry them to the playoffs, but their defense is going to be bad, right? The Chargers, they haven't done anything. One, no playoff wins in I'm, anybody on their team. They're one bad decision, coaching decision away from winning. Okay, game. Um, I do think the Chargers are really good though. Yeah, so, I mean they're the they're the sexy pick so in the AFC the Bills, right now. The Bills, and then outside the Bills, what do you got? Miami, you know the AFC. Miami South, could be on the, the come Colts, up. The Colts, and we're talking realistically about the Jaguars like being contenders this year. So. So when I say the AFC is really good, it's not that far no, off. No, I'm saying like the fact that we're looking for a contender in the Jaguars, I just think that the AFC West is going to be really good. No, 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 but we weren't looking for anything. You and I both agree that the Jaguars could be good this year. Yeah, yeah. So then that's not really looking for I, it. We I just, just that's don't, what we think. I don't think that there's – I don't think the AFC is as strong as people think. That's my ultimate point. Okay. Like we I shall don't, see. I don't buy into all the AFC West yet. We shall see. All right, guys. Um – That'll do it. That'll do the Bengals preview. Uh, be sure to like the video, okay? That would help us out tremendously. Be sure to subscribe if you've never been here before and you're new to the show. I know there's a couple new faces in here today. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. We go live every day at 11 o'clock. Tomorrow will be a fantasy aspect spin on it. And then come Monday, we'll be covering North the no, the AFC South. That'll be fun. We're talking about the Jaguars. Well, they'll be in... Next week's conversation be along. Monday. They're, they took less. Oh, was it the Texans? Texans were dog shit. Yes. So, oh. they went. They were. They were like a game above. Davis Mills season, mother effers. Everybody get on the Mills Wait, train. No, the Jaguars were the first pick in the draft. Oh, so they sucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, where are the Texans at? Fifth, second, fifth. No, oh, second in this division. No, no, no. I'm saying the draft order. I know the Giants were fifth. The Jets were fourth. Yeah, maybe the Texans were like third. Because Detroit was second. Yes, there you go. Done. Done and done. Liked and subbed. Thank you very much, uh, One Nation Underground. Hope you enjoyed the, the preview for your Who Day Cincinnati Bengals. We're back tomorrow for some fantasy football talk. For Sturch, Gooch, Nick, Madison, another packed house here at Chop Studios from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. See you guys tomorrow. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.